Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Tracy Rigdon, and this is the Contrast Project Lounge Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be talking with a musician, guitarist, and frontman for the Jacksonville-based doom surf band, the Creepy Tiki's. Are y'all ready for this? <laughs> Let's do it. Joining me now on the podcast is Jacksonville-based musician, frontman, lead guitar player for the Creepy Tiki's, Mr. Donovan Wolf. Donovan, how are you? Hey, great to see you, Tracy. Doing well. <laughs> good, good. We've never met. We've never met in person. And prior to the show, uh, uh, Donovan and I were, were talking. Uh, I hadn't had the opportunity to get out and see his new band. And uh, uh, my goodness, the... Uh, Creepy Tiki's are really uh, skyrocketing in popularity locally. It seems as though, uh, really, over the last few months or so, it's it's like you guys are everywhere, including being on a morning TV show recently. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was a highlight uh, for all of us, really. Um, the uh, invitation kind of came out of nowhere and um, went to the studio, did the live broadcast. That was uh, pretty exciting. Everybody was super friendly, and uh, we got a lot of uh traction from that obviously because it kind of put our name out there and in, in uh people's faces where they otherwise would not have heard of us so um yeah it's just <laughs> been a great been a great ride so far this band is uh just about one year old this month and uh we're still having a great time that's uh that's actually that's actually skyrocketing pretty quick for a one-year-old band uh it, especially i would say in the jacksonville market uh, I, I myself uh, was playing around here decades ago, <laughs> doing the bar circuits and everything, along with Crucial Eddie Cotton. You know Eddie Cotton. Uh, we we played mm. a lot of the same clubs at the same at the same time, and he and I became friends over the years, and we even worked together for a little while over at Eco Relics. I believe he's still over there. Talk to him every now and again. He still stays busy in the folk scene. Uh, okay. Now the uh, creep, yeah, the creepy tiki's. Uh, uh, how would you how would you describe? Uh, the type of music is it a genre that's like set in stone or is it something you guys created along the way uh i wouldn't say we created it um we sort of jokingly call it doom surf um you know we take <laughs> traditional 60s surf music uh you know lots of reverb and tremolo and vibrato effects you know and real fast picking on the guitar uh, it's mostly instrumental. Um, we do a few vocal numbers where I'm kind of singing, but it's more of like a campy Dracula voice, you know, where we're just making sounds and, <laughs> and howls and stuff. But uh, yeah, and you know, um, if you've seen any of our videos or whatnot, we we all wear mm -hmm. costumes. We're all sort of a different tiki themed character, so we're always in character uh, when we play and. Um, we're just having fun with it, man. It's uh, you know, doom surf, spooky surf, whatever, however you want to 
you want to uh, characterize it. Um, it, it. It's not necessarily a new genre, but I'd like to think we're putting a new face on it with our own spin on the on the characters and all that. You know, it's great stuff. And you know, now some you're, music's you're, fun. It looks like a heck of a lot of fun. It really does, and I know that the audiences are having fun because it seems as though all the videos that I have seen, you've had pretty good pretty good uh, response from the audience and the audience, the crowd numbers seem to be pretty, pretty good. Uh, it, it, given, given some of the, some of the sizes of the rooms like rain dogs, for instance, and so forth, not the biggest room in the world, but you get sure. a lot of people in there and it could be a lot of, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the intimate settings of places like rain dogs are, you know, where you play into a smaller room is actually you're, sort of on the same level with the crowd and more interaction. And, uh, you know, I tend to enjoy that. There's more of a kind of give and take with the audience, you know, and our genre of, of surf is, you know, it's usually when we play a show, we're sort of the odd man out. Can we fit in with a bunch of punk bands or, you know, some metal bands <laughs> or indie bands or whatnot. Um, Obviously, rockabilly is sort of uh, right up our alley, and, and uh, right. but typically, people that aren't necessarily into surf music, they hear it and they're you know it, it it lights a little bit of nostalgia in their heart. They think, oh yeah, I remember this, you know, and it, it just kind of <laughs> triggers the the dancing uh, uh, bug a little bit, you know. It's, it's just fun music, so yeah. I think that's that's part of the part of our success is that you sort of tapping into that nostalgia factor for people that may have not heard surf music in a long time or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and there's people that are into it, very into it as well. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I know, I know, uh, uh going back to the, uh, TV appearance that you guys did, uh, on, uh, the morning show, uh, WJXT, uh, they're also, they're, 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 beginning to do uh a lot of local musicians on there here recently tori nance and some of the girls that tour around with her the sad girls happy hour uh yeah so they, they are and, they, they are uh, reaching Ava out oh yeah oh yeah mm. oh yeah they're they're uh they're reaching out to locals and i think that's a fantastic thing yeah likewise i i think it's really cool i, I told the uh producers there the very same thing that it's really cool that you guys are putting music on television you know it's that's something that uh we haven't had in a long time you know we had mtv 40 years ago and then it they stopped putting <laughs> music on you know it's like well here's a local show right that's actually going out there finding bands bringing them in you know it's hard enough to make it as a local band and to have that kind of opportunity to mm -hmm. say, Hey, you want to be on this, this highly uh, visible live program. And so super cool. I definitely uh, mm -hmm. really appreciated that. Yeah. Now uh, on uh, my friend, my friend Shelton, uh, he works with uh, uh, WJCT television a lot, uh, public, public television and radios on the radio. Uh, yeah. I know Shelton. With Melissa Ross. Yeah. But they are, uh, they are, they also do a Jacksonville music scene thing, mm -hmm. um, on the radio and they have their online, the online presence with, uh, a, a digital magazine, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and they write regular, uh, articles on the music scene, both, both locally and statewide. So that's another avenue if you haven't gotten in, you know, with those guys. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll look into it. Uh, Shelton did a write up on my former band several years ago. And, uh, so that was real nice back in the folio days. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> still there, still, yeah. there. It's still, there. still there. Yeah. He and I, uh, were talking the other night. Uh, he goes, uh, goes into his 26th year writing for folio this year. Amazing. Yeah, that makes, yeah. That he started makes, when he was nineteen. That means yeah. we're old. <laughs> started when he was nineteen. Yeah, yeah, we're old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. We when him and I started the contrast project in the studio. By the way, was over in Murray Hill, uh, and the studio okay. is still there. Uh, we yeah. haven't we haven't gone back into the studio in quite some time. Although that's, uh, uh, I've spoken with the uh, producer, and and. We're likely to go back at some point and do some of it, but right now the the podcast and focusing on that and and Shelton and I will be doing some actually what with the elections coming up, we're going to be doing some election analysis on one of the programs too. So, and okay. that's that's really part of what we do. That's really part of what right. what what uh, Shelton and I both do Egan. with this whole concept. And, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, the other, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Well, the other night, the other night, Shelton's always had this thing going with hillary and so he's got this little doll a hillary doll and he's mm -hmm. always <laughs> putting it up in front of the front of the camera <laughs> yeah. hail hillary <laughs> it's a hoot it's a hoot but but that's that's really part of the concept of, he, he, of the contrast would say project that she's is, is that we cover different things oh yeah she's mavericking <laughs> yeah she's mavericking oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah well, we'll be covering some of that. We'll be talking to Donna, and and we had she was actually on one of our uh, episodes, uh, second season, third season, something like that. She 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 was on before she was running for mayor. Uh, mm -hmm. Now she's run for public office before, as as has uh, Tracy Paulson. Uh, Tracy and I are good friends. She was on our show before, uh, but we we like to cover a little bit of everything in the North Florida region, not just not just politics. Now I talk a lot of shit about politics on on the podcast, and I have a short version of it too, the bonus rounds, which pretty much goes off the chain, and it's not safe for work. <laughs> it's a headphones only pro. It's a headphones yeah. only program, uh, right. but. Uh, well uh, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't mind talking with everybody. And that's one of the main reasons I asked you on the show. I wanted to have some more diversity on it. We had an author on last night. Uh, I'll be working with him on some of his digital, uh, books. Uh, he's coming back just Damien, Damien Lamar. He's coming back to mm -hmm. town in August with the print ver print version of his book. And he's going to be doing some book signings and that kind of thing. So, Great. you know, uh, we, we like to touch on everything here. Yeah. Well, I like to think that uh, uh, I'm in good company here then. I don't know if I'm that interesting, but uh, I appreciate you and the invitation nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been in Jacksonville well, let me, 20 let me, years now. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's long enough to know what it's about here in Jacksonville. Yeah. You, know, you, can actually pick up on, you can actually pick up on the Jacksonville vibe in about two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say that there's not the, many the new... The, the yeah, city has a great music scene. Um, I came from South Florida. And, yes. Uh, back in the 90s, early 2000s. I uh, start, you know, in the 80s when I was coming of age. I There was a great music scene there. And uh, around the turn of the century, I don't know, it just sort of petered out. And, you know, I think it's a lot more electronic music down there and DJs and stuff and EDM and 
you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, places that, that cater to live original music. And Jacksonville is actually unique, I think, in that there is a lot of venues that, you know, do live music. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it's just uh, caters to original music, and uh, it's fantastic. I mean, obviously, we have the, the history here with the uh, Southern Rock, and uh, that sort of mm-hmm. put Jacksonville on the map musically. And, of course, that's still here, and that's still great. And, um, you know, there's there's the rap and the new metal and uh, all that that's come out and a uh, big punk scene, obviously. But, uh, you know, I'm just happy that there's oh, yeah. support oh, yeah. for the scene, you know, and that people are into music. They're, you know, you, you we play at uh, Kona Skate Park a few times and, you know, it, it's all ages. Obviously, a lot of kids there that are skaters or whatnot. But, I mean, they are really into the music and that gives me you know great hope for the future generations that not all the kids are home playing video games these kids are out skateboarding and then banging their head when there's a band on stage so it's it's really cool i think it's really that is i'm glad you brought that up that's really cool that kona started doing that because they really do have a good venue for it they're far enough away from uh they're far enough away from uh, neighboring homes to where the the sound is not going to, you know, intrude on anybody's privacy over there. And I and they've been used to it for years. Kona Skateboard Park is the oldest and longest running um, open skateboard park in the country, yeah, in the world, I believe. Uh, yeah. And and uh, yeah, and and showing my age, I remember going to the grand opening. Oh wow! <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Uh, I went there with some friends, and and the guy that was with me broke his arm on the first oh, dip. Yeah. He went into the first bowl and went into the bowl and broke his damn arm. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I was just there a few weeks ago because we played a show, and uh, I went out and uh, took out my old skateboard while I'm wearing my my band costume. You know, I'm I'm, I'm Doctor Wolf the Witch Doctor for 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 the creepy tiki's and. So I'm out skating around in the bowl a little bit. I'm like, I still got it. And then, uh, you know, the next day I was just a wreck. I pulled my hamstrings and blew out my Achilles tendons. I'm like, man, I knew I was too old for this. I should have listened. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, break out the ice. Yeah, break out the ice pack and the gummies. <laughs> and the ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, you know it is it is fantastic, and you're you're absolutely uh, spot on about the uh, about the uh, the music scene in Jacksonville. There, there's a little bit of an underground music scene. I mean, it's been, the underground music scene's been around a long, long time in Jacksonville, but they seem to be not so much underground anymore. You've got places like 1904, and and Jackrabbits has always been you know has catered to bands that. Uh, might be on. I wouldn't say the fringe, but they're not so much, uh, you know, in, in in everybody's you know earshot. And you'll see a right. lot of diverse uh, types of music, different bands over there at Jackrabbits and 1904. Uh, and they and, get the and big, other places. And they get the town. big names Walrus. in there too. Yeah, you know, I've seen. Yes, uh, they do. I've yes, seen, they do. I've seen yeah. Dick Dale yeah. at uh, Jackrabbits a couple times. So, and, you know, like Reverend Horton. Yeah, Lee, yeah. Uh, You know, all kinds of good stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would be good. To, it would be good if we could see some more of that. Um, uh, granted, uh, there's there's nothing like that out in Clay Hill. The only thing out here is is shit kicking music. 
uh, if you're into that, if there you're into that, you know, go for it. It's a different world out here. It, it really is, you know, for uh, people in the Jacksonville area. And I lived in Jacksonville all my life uh, and was part of that music scene, part of, you know, uh, I grew up in uh, I grew up on the north side of town, spent most of my adult working life hanging in and around Riverside, Avondale and downtown, the urban core, lived in the urban core for a little while, uh, but uh, uh, worked for Folio for a short time. And sure. uh, it's uh, there, there's a lot there's a lot uh, happening in and around that area. The one thing that I would like to see, like I say, I would like to see more, you know, more venues and more, you know talk about local bands it would be good to see more than just a you know dozen or so names that you always hear about mm -hmm. but you know i mean there are there are places that never talk about you know what's going on and unless the band that's playing there posts something on their facebook page or something a lot of people would never know they were there there are so many venues that just miss the mark when it comes to that when letting people know that hey we got live music every thursday night we got an open mic every wednesday night or you know something along those lines i mean yeah i'm uh in this band i mean myself and everyone we're relentless promoters so that may be part of the secret to our success is just getting the word out because you know exhaust our yeah. uh, our friends with uh you know not necessarily that you have to come but just so you know and <laughs> you know spread the word and that's it's really um helpful to have social media to be able to do that you know? i remember back in the oh, day when, absolutely. I was, when i was a young punk playing music you know we had to walk around in parking lots and put flyers on everybody's window and now you probably get shot trying to do that oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah i i remember uh several bands i played in some bands in central florida and up and down played at disney for a little while uh the uh at the time I was in this band, actually Riff West, former bass player for Molly Hatchet, he's passed away. Mm. Uh, but uh, Riff and I were really good friends, and Riff uh, was dating the lead singer in our band at the time, uh, Joanne Hudson, and she's still down there doing it. Uh, but uh, we used, to, I used to put together flyers for the band, like you say, flyers, mm. you know, to put up all over the place. I used to put together the flyers uh, basically like a collage. I didn't even have I didn't even have Photoshop or or uh, anything. It, I literally yeah, cutting them cut them up out with stuff, draw cutting stuff, cutting them up with scissors and stuff, and taping them down. And I remember that. <laughs> yeah, a glue stick. Get yeah. a glue stick and put them all on the little piece. And then I'd go over to the little office depot or copy center and make a hundred or two hundred copies. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> and I tell that. them, I tell them, put it on colored paper. <laughs> I tell them, put it on colored paper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got all kinds of other stuff now. Everybody's got the digital shit, and it makes it a lot more easy. And, and, and you know that that goes along with one of the things I was talking with Shelton about uh, the other night about the technology, how it's infiltrated everybody's lives, not just people, you know, fooling around with it, but in 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 people's everyday lives and, and their jobs. And like you say, you know, and and we're talked about just now the you know making flyers by hand with glue sticks and paper and shit. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a little it's scary. The technology now, how far the, the technology's gone. So with easy. Artificial intelligence is you know it's hard to discern what's real mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah, that's it's, particularly yeah, in a yeah, yeah. in a volatile uh, political climate that can be dangerous. You know. Uh yeah yeah uh, yeah of course of course the deep fakes. 
some, some people are really good at that, making those deep fake images. Yeah. It's hard to tell. You used to be able, if you were good, I'm pretty good with Photoshop, and you used to be able to tell when somebody was a hack. <laughs> you yeah. know, you could always see something in the image. You could always see something in the image and go, ah, that's Photoshop, dude. Right. Well, that, that's the thing. They've made it so e easily accessible now that you don't have to be good at it to make it look real. So that's, uh, you know, nope. anybody can nope. do it. So you got some bad actors that, yeah. that, or, you know, people just having fun, but it's still, mm -hmm. there's, there's a risk of, uh, you know, fooling the wrong people. So. Oh, I yeah, just, oh, I just, yeah. I just and and with the started, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's still there there's still you know there's still such a thing as you know fact checking. I mean, if people are just lazy enough to point and click, you know, I mean, so be it. But yeah. I mean, if if you're not checking, uh, you know, you deserve what you get. <laughs> well, I mean, not everyone wants to be fact checked. They they want to you know tunnel vision believe yeah. what they want to believe and not be told otherwise so even oh, yeah. if the uh the facts yeah, come yeah. We, we have the alternative facts you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i've i've been yeah i've been dabbling around with the uh and just like you say you know you you know you know the fakes out there and hacks and stuff like that but i've been dabbling with the chat bots as well and sometimes they <clears> come <throat> back with some crazy stuff that's way off way off sounds good yeah <laughs> looks good on paper but if you fact check it just one or two times I, it, it, most of it is incorrect it it is incorrect it might it might have good grammar <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've heard some horror stories of how the, the chat bots are you know there was the one recently they tried to get the guy to leave his wife and run away with the chat bot you know <laughs> And one that started feeling lonely and suicidal and said, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it's a crazy world. Ah, We're in a crazy time to be alive. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, uh, this, this episode, yeah, this episode is going to, is going to air in a few days, uh, which will be, I think, before some of your upcoming gigs. So tell us about some of your upcoming gigs and uh the venues that you're going to play at and maybe you know give us a little rundown of the venue and you know sure. what's coming up absolutely uh the next gig uh for the creepy tiki's is may 6th at jack's veg fest and that's a free event at riverside oh, yeah. park in five points uh the event goes on all day there's um several musicians lined up we we play at two o'clock riverside park may 6th that's two mm -hmm. Saturdays away, and uh, the whole event's good. We played it last year too. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, beyond that, it's a next... great festival. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a great part. I love Riverside Park. Uh, you know, you got the the crazy old mm -hmm. ducks there and all that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, May May nineteenth, we're playing Underbelly down uh, on Bay Street. Um, it's a great new venue right around mm -hmm. the corner from, uh, well, you know where it is, right right, right around the corner from 1904, so right yeah. there downtown, Underbelly, May mm -hmm. 19th, and that'll be a fun one as well, so we're excited for that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. When we talk about uh, look the urban core in particular, mm -hmm. some of the some of the venues down there like the Justice Pub and Dos Gatos and uh, <clears throat> Uh, the uh, underbelly 1904 a uh, lot of things going on down there that that 
you know, I, I mean, those of us that are, you know, close to the scene and, and, you know, pick up on that thing, we know what's going on down there. But a lot of people that, uh, you know, don't frequent the uh, urban core may be uh, uh, reluctant to even go to the urban core uh, after dark. And I can tell you, like I said, I lived down there mm -hmm. for a couple of years in an apartment right over on Church Street, right next to the park. And uh, I never I, I parked on the street. I had a I had a beautiful Mustang mm. parked on the street. Never got broken into. Never in the whole time I lived there. So I mean, I'm just yeah. Uh, I never had any problems uh, downtown either. My my there's, wife. There's so no, much going no. on there that you're pretty much no. surrounded by people and lights and, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I I feel totally safe being downtown at night and it's a growing community. It's uh, you mm -hmm. know there's there's been some hit and miss, but yep. particularly that sort of where the the elbow area is uh, just you know it's a great strip right um there's certainly no reason that for people to not feel safe there actually i feel safer there during the during at night than i might in the day because the traffic the traffic's a little crazy <laughs> yeah 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 uh, well you know a, a lot of the people like i say uh, people that you hear mm. that make uh make comments about the you know crime downtown uh they don't know they they actually haven't been down there and fact fact is the crime is probably higher in their own neighborhoods than it is downtown right yeah statistically i don't think the uh there is as nearly as much crime downtown uh, you know i haven't seen the numbers but mm -mm. i you know mm -mm. i like i said from personal experience nope. i've nope. i've never had any problem and um it's a big downtown. I mean, obviously, we're in a huge city, um, so I'm sure there are places that are better or more safe than others. Um, you know, but for the most part, where the where the bars are, um, you're good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always, like you say, there's always a lot of people there during those hours of operation sure. because it, it really is. It's one of those. Uh, downtown areas that does shut down kind of early mm. i mean comparatively speaking to some of the bigger cities uh i lived in you know orlando uh in the seminole area that kind of thing for a short period and and, and they're they're blasting away way past two o'clock so, oh yeah but uh um you know down downtown yeah downtown jacksonville shuts down relatively early so i mean most of the people are i mean when the bars clear out down there by around midnight or so everybody's gone yeah they're gone the streets are like it's like a, a ghost sure. town yeah yeah i'm from fort lauderdale and uh, mm -hmm. everything goes on there till 4 a.m and then miami it's till six so yeah. city never sleeps uh <laughs> yeah. we played down there recently and uh right, so, right. You know, they didn't even want us to go on until about 1 a.m we're looking at our watches and man it's past my bedtime <laughs> to pound some more red bulls to make to i know right early. i <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I, I, I slipped into that Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy crowd a long time ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> if I'm not, if now mm -hmm. I, I, I do stay up late at night. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, most of, most of my work, in all honesty, most of my stuff that I get done uh, when editing and the website and all that stuff. I do all the behind the scenes stuff usually after midnight. Mm -hmm. I'm like up till three or four in the morning hacking away at some of this shit. 
and uh you know and then i get up early and go out in the yard and work out there on the tractor you know right. <laughs> uh i i i uh you know i i don't get i don't get more than four or five hours of sleep a night oh it's man just, i'm sorry to hear that always it stuck with me from <laughs> it's it stuck with me after my. It stuck with me ever since my army days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't function without at least seven. <clears throat> and even then, I'm I'm ready for a few more. <laughs> but uh, that's one good thing about our uh, next yeah, show coming up yeah, at the yeah. uh, at the Veg Fest is for people who don't want to stay up late. We're playing at two in the afternoon, so and it's free. So it's yeah, a good, it's a good chance to yeah, come out, bring yeah. the kids. Obviously, it's family friendly. Mm-hmm. And, and there's uh, at the Veg Fest. There's also lots of really good food. Oh so, yeah. I mean, it, the, you can't have a great fe- you can't have a great festival without good food, really. Sure. Yeah. Vegetarian food, v- vegan, <laughs> a lot of vegan food, and and not necessarily all vegan, but that, vegetarian well, yeah. dishes yeah. as well. All right. Well, it's been a great conversation with you, Donovan, and I'm glad we got to uh, uh, talk about some of your upcoming gigs. Uh, what I'm going to do also is I'm going to provide people with links to where they can, uh, you know, possibly find out where you play and when you play and get a hold of your flyer. Okay. Uh, as soon as this episode is, uh, yeah, as soon as I get this episode edited and posted on YouTube, I'll let you know. I'll shoot you some. I'll shoot you some clips. All right, man. I for sure appreciate and, uh, it. Also, I appreciate also what you do. When, uh, Facebook and Instagram yeah, is the and, place to find the creepy yeah, TVs and all our shows. I'll I'll get them. I'll get them. Yeah, yeah. And 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 once we're once uh, once all of that is live, then it goes on the website as well. So I'll have everything is on the website with all the graphics, and I'll even put some pictures of your stink ass mug. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. It's great talking to you. Thanks for the invite. Keep keep up the good work. <laughs> All right, brother, we'll talk to All you right. soon, and I'll get out there and see you All guys right. play. You be careful out there in the woods. Peace. In my closing thoughts, I had a wonderful time talking with Donovan, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Donovan and the Creepy Tiki's are prime examples of what happens when you pair talented people with an entertaining set of uh, uh you know, great music, uh, the the vibe that they put out, the doom surf vibe. People are entertained by that. They are easily one of the one of the most entertaining and unique bands to come across the stages in Northeast Florida in a long, long time. Uh, I encourage you all to get out there. And until you and I meet at one of their gigs or right here on the podcast. Remember, always be vigilant out there, people. Be careful, be safe, and always, always take care of yourselves and each other. Until next time, peace.